the Melbourne Preview with Australia's most respected form analyst, Dean Lester. A very good morning to you, Dino. Hello there, Tim. Hello, Diggers. Good morning to you, Dino. Are you just about formed out? Uh, yes, I'm looking at races everywhere. I don't know uh, <laughs> coming or going. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here with uh, Cram and Geelong, Bendigo, Randwick, uh, Yep, and we haven't even looked at Sunday yet. So, uh, yeah, a bit to do. A bit to do, and I dare say you've had a look at Sydney as well with day one of the championships. Yeah, it looks, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it's going to be a, a slog fest. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I reckon there's one a good value there tomorrow. And I, I was very pleased to hear here in Mara Melbourne Radio give it a huge push just before. Uh, Secret Glamour, race three, number four. Been waiting for this filly to get on genuine wet ground. She's a Sebring. And uh, they've also swung the blinkers on for the first time, or the blinkers back on, I should say. Uh, I think she's got a massive chance, and uh, she's good odds to find out. So, uh, no, she's the one I'll be playing mainly in Sydney in the features. Uh, the one I like most, I think her top two's got a great chance in the derby, obviously, but I just thought Regal Lions run on uh, Wednesday, um, Monday, I should yeah. say, at Newcastle was outstanding, and James McDonald aboard, uh, I'm happy to be with him. All right, let's get to Bendigo. What should we look for on Golden Mile Day tomorrow, Dino? I think we'll be playing on a good track, uh, Rail True. A very fair track, Bendigo. Uh, No excuses, big track. So, uh, you know, I think uh, it's a big field, uh, but uh, it should be very fair and good competitive racing. Okay, well, the first leg of the quaddy there at Bendigo tomorrow, Dino, is a three-year-old. It is the St. Ledger trial over the 2,200 metres at 25 minutes to one o'clock. There are two scratchings currently. Number one has been removed, as has number 15. That leaves the Cunning Fox, a $3.60 favourite with Tab Touch. Yes, those two scratchings can't go. Wong's running in the derby tomorrow, and Coloured and Moore's running in a maiden at uh, Cranbourne tonight, so you can get more contrasting scratchings, really. Uh, Going with number eight here, Princeton Award, who I thought was terrific two starts back at Sandown without much luck, and then just got, uh, was just in another postcode to the winner last start. Uh, Gunner Dantelot got out in front and and just rolled along, and Princeton Award, I don't know if they're waiting for the battle lap or what they were waiting for, but uh, it was just too late. Uh, hoping he races a bit closer to the speed from a reasonable draw here. Uh, the danger comes through the same race, more Pergo, who got back as well and ran very well and has drawn a gate here. Uh, two, the Cunning Fox, is a Flemington winner, three starts back, and ran pretty well in the uh, Alistair Clark Stakes last start, so I can understand why he's favourite. Uh, he's got a good hope. And the other one is Fighting Arrow, who has got glimpses of really good staying form, and I think out to this trip will suit, but... Uh, I'm tipping a couple coming off a race at Terang last start. I think their progressive stay is numbers 8 and 10, 8, 10, 2 and 4. 8, 10, 2 and 4, which takes us to the second leg, the Bendigo Guineas over the 1,400 metres. This at listed level 115, it gets underway Perth time. Yeah, one of the unlucky runners of the uh, festival racing at Flemington was Cardigan Queen. She'll need a good ride here from Harry Coffey from the outside draw, or second outside draw, but uh, I'm going with her to beat three Gundek, who looks to have come back very well. The first up win was good off the back of some really good trials. Number eight from Pantherland. If there's a knockout horse in this race, from Pantherland will provide it. He should have won and won well last week at Pakenham against older horses. Uh, he just had no luck. And five, sharp response to talking of no luck. He won the morning to Guinea to lose it on protest. But uh, back in distance here, but will run well again. 
10, 3, 8 and 5. 10, 3, 8 and 5 in the second leg. The third leg is the listed Golden Mile, Dino, over the eight furlongs at 10 minutes to 2 o'clock. Now, Ironclad, number five, has come out. And also number 18, Cherry Tortoni is the $3.60 favourite. Yeah, I don't know if I can take the $3.60. I think he's the one to beat. Uh, but he hasn't won for a while, Cherry Tortoni. But what I would say is that the blinkers really got him going last start and he ran super well. Uh, so I'm going with him, but I just think he's a little bit cramped uh, price-wise. Uh, to beat number eight, Riadini, down from Sydney, dodging the wet tracks. Then he's going to go back to the spring and he's got two weight for age placings to think it over and very elegant. It's great form for a race like this. Uh, one, I am Superman. Another one, exclusively a dry tracker. We've seen him down here in Melbourne before perform well. He'll run well again. Uh, 16 Holbein will be up on the speed give a good sight uh, 4 high strangers, a local, drops a lot in weight and he's a Chuka Cup run and number 20 Milford goes in if he gains a start, he's a couple of scratchings away but uh, he ran very well at Flemington and uh, he's the best at odds for sure if he can gain a start so 14, 8, 1, 16 but giving chances to numbers 4 and 20 14, 8, 1 and 16 with 4 and 20 there as well. And we get to the last, the benchmark 100 over the 1,400 metres at 2.30 Perth time and you can take out the 8 more Varda. Yeah, I'm surprised at the price of uh, Corner Pocket here. I thought he'd be a lot shorter. Uh, his winning streak came to an end last start after he won 8 in a row. It came at the hands of Inspirational Girl and Zaki and he's running in the benchmark 100 here with a claim for Will Price and he's 5 over the limit. Uh, he's four from four at 1,400 metres. He's a month between runs fresh. He loves being fresh. Uh, I think he'll win. If he was to be beaten, it might be by Poland, number nine, who has had the two runs back. They've been in the early plate in the new market, so the class drop really suits him. But uh, I'd be surprised if the winner came outside of them, but I think Corner Pocket will win. Three from nine. Three from nine in the final leg of a big day's racing there at Bendigo. Is Corner Pocket one of the better bets on the day at all, Dino? He is, he is, Diggers. I think two of the shorter favourites. They're big fields, but often bigger the field, bigger the certainty. Uh, race two, number 16, Stretto. Outstanding win last start at Sandown. And race nine, number three, Corner Pocket. I think they're the, the two best. And uh, he gets to start in that uh, mile. Milford's certainly the, the value runner of the day. OK, have you got a Friday fill-up for us? Uh, yeah, we've got the two meetings on. Um, a lot of short-price favourites at these uh, two meetings. I'm going to go with uh, race six tonight at Cranbourne. We'll go race six, number seven, at Crystal Dynasty. Comes to a very good form race first up at Bendigo. So race six, number seven. Okay. Dino, we can Google Dean Lester's tips, get all of the information we need for the meeting at Bendigo tomorrow morning, bright and early. And uh, we'll hear from you on Tab Touch Live here on Tab Radio tomorrow as well. You will with the halftime report. Thanks, guys. All right, that is Dean Lester having a look at the meeting at Bendigo. Let's get to Chris Nelson. The Sports Daily presents Chris Nelson with his look at Queensland racing. Hello to you, Chris. Good morning to you, Tim. Good morning, Digby. Good morning to you, Chris. We are at Eagle Farm tomorrow, so does that mean we're on a good four or does the rain actually impact this track? No, not at all, Digby. And, uh, look, we haven't had any rain uh, for a couple of days. And I look out the window now and it's a perfect blue sky and that's what we're in for all weekend with temperatures in the uh, the high 20s. So the track will be good. 
Uh, the rail's in the one-metre spot, so it's going to be hard to find any excuses tomorrow. OK, well, the first leg of the quaddy there at Eagle Farm tomorrow comes up at seven minutes after one o'clock over the 1,600 metres. It is an open handicap, and the soul-scratching here is number nine. Yeah, I'm going here with number 11, Trevelyan. Now, he's not a horse that wins too often. He's only won five of 27. I suppose that's not too bad. He's had the four runs back from a break. He ran third here last start behind the star of Michelin. He's only beaten just under half a length there, but I just think he's in the right race here. He drops down from 57.5 to 53, and he's drawn a good gate. It doesn't look to be a lot of speed. Hostage of War goes forward. Jazzland goes forward. Stardome may push on. I would be surprised if they didn't from that wide gate. And I think he's the other one that lands in the first four, and it just might be a, a case of being in the right place at the right time. And he does race well here at Eagle Farm, and that's something we always need to keep in mind. Eight goes here for two wins and four placings. So Trevelyan on top for me. One deal maker will get back and run on, but certainly in the mix. Uh, the one I can't quite get a handle on is Dukon, this uh, one from the Chris Waller stable. First up here, numbers are very, very good, but doesn't have any first up form. No, four, uh, start, sorry, four starts for just the one placing, but I'm going to keep a close eye on the market. And I'll throw in number seven, Stardome, as well, because, as I said, I think we'll get that good run and he's a horse that's in good form at the moment. So 11, 1, 2 and 7 in the first leg. 11, 1, 2 and 7 to open things up. We then get to the second leg over the 1,200 metres at 1.43 Perth time. This is a three-year-old event here. Tim, I'm going to go wide here. Nine on top is Zava Boom. Now, Zava Boom's only had the four starts, was a winner first up, and that was here at Eagle Farm, got home uh, too strongly there. If you go back uh, two starts ago, Ben, fourth at Durban behind the very smart Mimi Lagarde, who goes around at uh, Randwick tomorrow in the final race. Sectionals home that day were just as good as Mimi Lagarde, so that's a good rap for Zava Boom in the right hands with Tony Gollan and Jimmy Byrne to ride from a good alley. So nine over one release to Beans. He's as tough as old boots. He loves Eagle Farm. He'll go and put himself in the picture. Three, Zuma, California. Ran a good uh, second behind uh, Prince of Boom in the duel at the Gold Coast. Certainly goes in on that effort. Seven, Single Desire. And number six, uh, Mashani Sniper, who'll be running on strongly. So nine, one, three, seven, and six. Nine, one, three, seven, and six in the second leg of the quaddy there at Eagle Farm. The third leg, Chris, comes up at 23 minutes after two o'clock over the six furlongs. Again, it is an open handicap. There are three scratchings here. You can remove four, eight, and 11. Number two, Big Boy Roy, Rex. And you make me smile are the three that roll forward here. I think Jaden Lloyd might be able to land the uh, beautiful spot here with number three, you make me smile. Gate number four before those scratchings, uh, two kilos off for 55 and a half. So not badly in at the weights, carried 57 first up in a handicap. Now, it doesn't generally fire first up, but he certainly does second up. He's had seven goes for five wins. I just think he's nicely placed here, you make me smile. So I'll go with him each way. One Royal Hale first up. His good record first up. He's won three of seven. Uh, Maloney and Gollum combined. He loves this track, Royal Hale. And number five, Kizikano. Had the one run this time in. That was at the Gold Coast on Jewel Day. Solid third there. Good gate here. Should get every possible chance. Three, one and five. Three, one and five, which takes us to the last. A uh, class six over the 1,400 metres at three o'clock. You can take out one, five and ten. 11 on top for me, and that's Festival Prince. Tim, uh, as I said to you a couple of weeks ago, he's a horse with a bit of X factor about him. He's won five of seven. He resumed at the Gold Coast on Jewel Day. He was beaten, but gee, he covered a lot of ground. He was four and five wide the entire, never really looked to travel all that well. He was only beaten 1.4 lengths. Now, the senior rider goes on here, Robbie Fred. 
Uh, and I think he'll improve sharply here, Festival Prince. He won't be caught wide as he was there. He's drawn a good gate this time around. So 11, but it might be last chance if he doesn't produce something tomorrow. Three, Starla. I don't think it's far away. Uh, 1,400 metres ideal. Recent form certainly good enough. And number seven, Ava. Now, we pronounced this one Aval. I always want to say Ava well, but it's Aval. Uh, I thought the run was quite good at Ipswich last time out, running on strongly there with Toowoomba winner first up. We have seen this horse bob up at uh, big odds and win races. He does race well here. No surprise to see him run well. 11, 3 and 7. 11, 3 and 7. So, Chris, what is the mm. best bet on the day there at Eagle Farm tomorrow? I think it's a day where there's a lot of really good each-way chances, but I'm going to make the best bet, and not something I do often, Digby, in a distance race. Race 1, number 2, Sale, S-A-Y-L, uh, for Lindsay Hatch. I thought the run to the Gold Coast was a nice little uh, entree for tomorrow up to 2,200. So the best is race 1, number 2, and my play of the day, and all up for the win. Race 1, number 2, Sale. Race 2, number 3, Hang 5. And race 3, number 9, Abracadaz. will get the money early. And then we can just uh, use our winnings for the rest of the day. And Chris, we will hear from you tomorrow morning here on the Queensland Racing Preview on Tab Radio and, of course, on Tab Touch Live with David Short as well. Thank you for your time this morning. That's a pleasure, guys. Have a great weekend. There is Chris Nelson with us on the program. Now let's have a look towards day one of the championships. We've got Ron Duffersey with us on the line now. Ron, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, guys. Good morning to you, Ron. Are we going to be on a heavy 10? Yes, we will be. Yeah, yeah. We got heavy rain this morning. Um, yeah, it's as heavy as it gets. It's as heavy as the last meeting we had at Ramwick. And as long as we just don't want rain tomorrow, but uh, we can just work on that very heavy track. Okay. Now, three of the four Group Ones there tomorrow are in the Quaddy Legs. Sydney Race Six is the Group One size. Do you have a view here just before we look at the Quaddy Legs, please? Uh, look, I think it's a very tough race as far as the, the speed maps concerned. Um, there's, there's no guts, no glory here because they're all back markers, most of them. So I'm really struggling with the race. I think the best horse in the race is Showcourt. I think he might be the horse for Queensland. Um, he's had a trial since the Todman, uh, which is a fair while ago, a month ago now. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaning his way. with the, It's the one race out of the group ones I'm not confident about. So I'm, I'm saying Showcourt. I'm just a little bit worried about the tempo for Fireburn. Okay, okay. That is the size there, which is SR6. Now, the first leg of the quaddy there is the Australian Derby at Group 1 level over the mile and a half at five minutes to one o'clock, Ron, and this is a cracking race. We have number 19 as an emergency. Hitotsu remains the $3.70 favourite with Tab Touch. Yeah, look, uh, four numbers here, 15, 5, 1 and 3. I like the backup horses. I love backup horses in staying races um, um, you know, it, it, on a heavy 10, that's for sure. So I'm going with number 15, Benno, here. He, I thought his run last Monday at Newcastle was sensational. Um, he was ridden very quietly out the back and had too much to do. And I love the way he savaged the line late there. And I think with that lead up and the price that's on offer, I think he's primed for the... Um, a, a hard run now, and uh, he might be last man standing here. In saying that, the Kiwi was just as good as him, Regal Lion. Um, he he was good in the New Zealand Derby where he made a really long, sustained run, and then the other day he was very good as well. So I think he might be the best stayer. Uh, no knock at all on Hitotsu, rather than I don't like that gap between runs on this track we're going to get, especially 
uh, going from a mile to a mile and a half. Um, but he's, he's, they're terrific trainers, um, the Ma Eustace team, and they'll have to be. Best of the rest, I thought, was Forgot You, who's had a nice little grounding for this race. 15, 5, 1 and 3. 15, 5, 1 and 3. We then get to what is arguably our best sprint race here on the calendar, the TJ Smith Stakes over the 1,200 metres at 1.35. Can Nature Strip make three on the bounce? I think he can. Just the two numbers here, one and two, the two big guns. Um, that's leaving Shelby out. But, I mean, I think Nature Strip, he's, a, he's an enormous third-up performer. He's had his eye on the prize all the way through here, and I think he's ready to produce a peak performance third-up. Um, and his danger is definitely number two, Eduardo. He's just such a tough little nut to crack. He did um, beat Nature Strip in his own game there in the Challenge Stakes, but he's yet to win at 1,200 metres at Ramwick, so that's uh, a little bit of a concern. But one and two in the TJ Smith. OK, the third leg of the quaddy there tomorrow, Ron, is the Doncaster Mile at 2.15. We know it's at Group 1 level. We know it's a classic mile race on the Australian calendar, and you've got Forbidden Love who is a proven wet tracker with 50 kilos and in really good form going around. $3.90 is she. Yeah, I really like this race, um, which I don't usually say about a Doncaster mile. I'm going to bet into it. Uh, Two, six, seven and 20. I'm really keen on I'm Thunderstruck. He's yet to really let the throttle loose this preparation. He had a, That was a classically run race, the All-Star Mile, so he didn't have a hard run there. He's proven on a heavy track. He's got a beautiful draw in the middle there. He's proven this way of going. I just think he's... I think he's the better of the day. I really do. I think it's very, very hard to beat with clear running. A couple of good long shots. I think Law of Indices was very good ridden forward the other day, and this is a race you might have to be ridden forward in. I can only see three or four go forward horses, so... I think Annabelle's got him primed up to run well, which was a little drier, although it was heavy last start. Ellsberg is beautifully weighted. Um, he, he carried the 59 the other day, so he dropped seven kilos. And he's, um, he, he'll be just in the perfect spot here with 52 on his back. And you can't leave the three-year-old out. He's a dual group one winner converge. He's got 49 and a half on his back, and his group ones have been at a mile. So there's a lot to like about him. Two, six, seven, and 20. All right, and that takes us to the last, which is a really open affair for the three-year-old fillies. This is a tough way to end the day. The PJ Bell over 1,200 metres at 10 to 3. Nightmare. Absolute <laughs> nightmare. Uh, you could go to the field here, but I, I don't want to. 10, 13, 12, and 7, but uh, there's plenty of other numbers. I'm just landed on a very fine red. I just think Mark Newton has done the right thing setting her up with that hard run first up, and I like the Mazu form, and he's given her a nice hard trial since, so she's ready to attack this race second up here. I think the dangers of 13 Zapateo, who maps well, is another race with no speed in it uh, for a 1,200-metre race. So I think Zapateo could go forward to a certain extent. Smirnova, um, he was a certainly beat the benchmark 78 in a 900-metre race at Mooning Valley and then went to that race at Rose Hill and had specking, and she was very good. She over-raced and did a lot wrong. So if she's learnt from the experience, um, I can't believe they put up $23, but uh, anyway, that's gone now. 
And seven, Mimi Lagarde, she is very good. And she's got a big sprint on her. I'm just worried where she's going to get to and how much work she has to do. 10, 13, 12 and 7. Now, you might have telegraphed your best bet. Is it race nine, number two on Thunderstruck, Ron? Yeah, I think he's the better today. Um, and, we, you know, we're going to get each way odds race nine, number two on Thunderstruck. If you want another one to play multis around, I think it might be in race two, this uh, straight Aaron. Uh, number three, he's um, he's a nice and progressive horse who looks well placed. You know, what doesn't look a strong carbine club. Ron, thank you very much for your time. Enjoy day one of the championships. We'll do it all again next week ahead of day number two. Thanks, guys. There